worry about your kidneys with smoking? Yes. Okay. Do you think it impacts it? Uh, I can Google it to see how it metabolizes. Probably um, not. All right, you know what? Welcome to Redeeming Qualities, a podcast of not how men speak, but how friends speak. I'm joined today with Danny. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm still Danny. Nice, nice. Nailed I got a lot of uh, information out there. <coughs> the world is better <laughs> for that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, I actually, I got to say sorry. Um, if anybody listens to the last week's podcast, I was kind of a dick to you again. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like the <coughs> introduction of weight there. And it was like kind of that old dynamic where it used to be like the five of us. Because like, we used to have me, oh, our own you, weight, Van Cleve and Deering, and we just fucking rip on each other. Yeah. And I just felt like, I was like, man, I was a little bit of a dick. I mean, the good part was we say we used to just rip on each other, but me and you were the only qualified ones. So we ripped on everybody. Yeah. I, I, I do believe, like, like, you're like, we, you can't fucking talk. You're not signed off. Yeah. You can't even fly, bitch. Shut your mouth. I hope you hear <laughs> that, right. Joshy. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, I figured I'd start off with that. And that was a fun one. Yeah. I'm just, blow my nose yeah. real quick. One sec. Josh was a little bitch. He, was, he wasn't signed off or anything. And then he complains about his time in Hawaii. Like, oh, you were signed off for two years. Yeah. Must have been well, tough. They made us fly a bunch of hours in those two years. Yeah. You don't. Oh. Uh, sorry. Okay. I was going to look up. How, <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm actually ready now. So, based off your kidney stuff, I was just going to look. Uh, how is THC metabolized? Probably why and I have smoking. Problem. Uh, well, sorry, I probably should. Uh, what organ? <clears throat> oh, it's the liver. Yeah. So, so and then what organ? What organ uh, excretes? Kidney. Um. So, actually. So when it comes to uh, THC, more than 65% of cannabis is excreted in the feces. Um, uh, approximately 20% is uh, in the urine. And most of the cannabis is excreted within five days as hyd- uh, hydroxylated and carbo- carboxylated metabolites. So metabolites are generally when something's broken down. You'll have a little piece of something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Come out like sweat lambs or some shit. I wonder, is that when you eat it or if that's when you mm. smoke it? Drew, stomach versus lungs? Mm, yeah. What I about want, when you I, take it annually? Or am I the only what's one doing that? that? Um, so, actually, uh, anything like ingested annually has a high risk of infection. Oh, all right. I, I'm going to quit then. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like... You know, like, I know people talk about, like, you know, like, homosexuality, and that has a huge thing, it's epidemic. Um, mm-hmm. Women, if they have anal sex, have an increased chance of, uh, of uh, STDs and all kinds of other stuff, too. Because mm. so your, 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 your large intestine is just an absorption machine, where everything else kind of has, like, safeties. Mm. <laughs> like, like, when you breathe through your nose, you have all those little, like, uh, hairs that, like, are like, hey, that are get that shit out shit. of here. <laughs> yeah, you're, even your like your stomach has like layer upon layer of like, okay, we'll get you know. And as you eat something, it goes into the, your esophagus that will like kick out some stuff. And then like if it's like if you eat something really bad, your stomach expunges it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's safeties everywhere, but your butthole. Speaking away, it nah. says me like last night. My butthole was expunging everything immediately. I don't know why I'm talking about hmm. my butthole again. Nah, you're good, man. Um, I, you, I know that there's like certain there's certain things that like just clear right through me. Corn, dude. If I eat corn, I shit it like minutes later, like 30, 45 minutes. Oh, there's corn in my poop. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah, you like how's it like always... bypassing anything? Sorry. No, you're good. You know what's always like blown my mind 
the speed what? at which the smell of asparagus comes out of my urine after eating it. Like, I feel like I eat asparagus and I can pee yeah. five minutes later or a half hour later and it's going to smell like that asparagus pee smell immediately. Like, how does your body process that so fucking fast? But then I can chug a ton of water and I won't have to pee for like an hour or two. Uh, well, so the thing is, is uh, but the scent this is, permeates immediately. You know what I mean? So I, a lot of people think that like the bladder is directly like attached to um, like your stomach. No, it's going to go through the kidney, that, down the ureters, into the bladder. Yeah. And before they go into the kidneys, what are they? Um, liver, right? It's got to absorb all blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bloodstream. It's your, it's your bloodstream. So your, 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 your bloodstream goes directly into your kidneys and that's what you do. So certain things that are able to be quickly absorbed through your stomach, get into your bloodstream and then go into your kidneys and get filtered out. That's how you smell that stuff. Like coffee is another one. Like you drink coffee and you smell coffee pretty immediately because coffee has a really uh, quick metabolism through the stomach, gets absorbed. Wait, you smell your, like, coffee in your pee? I do, yeah. Really? Yeah. I drink a lot of coffee. I didn't realize it was affecting my pee there, Fez. Like that that morning coffee, dude. I smell like it doesn't like it's not like oh that's just straight up coffee, but it does. I smell like I get a hint of coffee, just like I oh, get shit. that hint of asparagus. Yeah, you get a hint of asparagus. See, that's where I'm different. I get asparagus, mm. no hint of shit, like no. full blown. Hey, well, you're it makes fucking stocks basically. Oh, it makes me. It makes you wonder, like, like, oh, what? Dude, you probably know this. What are the little filter things? The glomulars. That's what they're at. The glomulars, like those little filters in your kidneys. Like maybe yours is better at blocking something, mm. and maybe mine's better at. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. That's yeah, where so, the. I mean, uh, that's where the different races come into the uh, medical experiments, also too. Mm, right? like, like you were talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah like the genetics. slight deviations could mean just like, you know, black man more prone to sickle cell anemia and different stuff. Like, yeah, makes sense to me. Could be something small like that. There's also like uh, like liver enzymes. Like certain people don't have certain liver enzymes, and you know, if something is required to get metabolized in the liver, and they don't have it, then they get drugged. You know, they can get toxicity, which is different than like. There's a difference between toxicity and like overdose. Overdose is you take too much of it and the active stuff is going in your body all at once. Toxicity mm -hmm. is it just not getting metabolized right. in the system. So yeah, uh, that's all that. Not, I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> yeah. So pretty uh pretty wild stuff, but we get it, Fez. Not... You're gonna be a fucking doctor. No, but dude, I just wanted to say, like, you know, I guess <laughs> I'm like kidding. one of the biggest things is the reason I don't drink is because of how important your kidneys are to excreting alcohol and uh -huh. it's why my hangovers are like fucking days on end me too so, like I, I, that's the one shittiest part of like you drink even if i don't get drunk now i'm like the next day i'm like ooh, feeling a little achy you know what i mean like mm -hmm. almost like that dehydrated it's almost as if your kidneys are just like pumping trying to suck moisture out of your blood you know like yes um, and i i get that like and it sucks that frontal cortex headache like right yeah like above your eyes like it's just like the last of your brain that needs apparently like like when you're dehydrated you just, yeah do you ever get the straight ache in the kidney just below the ribs in the back no i don't have that um okay. uh, but i mean you're, you're you've got that like stint and stuff where it's like you yeah. have like an actual like mechanical failure where mine is just genetic failure all around I gotcha. I mean, my shit's yeah. way better now. I used to get renal colic out the ass, um, and I didn't even realize that that was, like, such a bad thing, you know, until one well, day. If, you, if you're getting renal colic out the ass, that's impressive. <laughs> that's that's a very <laughs> odd location. That is, uh, that's impressive that you're... Because remember yeah. what I told you? Sometimes I don't feel like I'm human. Yeah. <laughs> my my renal right. colic is rectal. You're, you're like a bird. You poop and pee out of the same hole. It's impressive. Oh, dude. Don't put that out there for everybody. Cloaca. <laughs> Cloaca. <laughs> oh, God. You and your deep knowledge of words. I love it. You turn me on sometimes, Fez. I, um, I do. I, I, you know, it's, you know, I really want to get into, I know this is going to sound, this is completely off the wall. Please don't say ass. I want like, to get, no, 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 no. I want to go 
start like dressing up as the most obscure people for, for, for Halloween. Like, as so nobody understands. What? Yeah. So obscure things for Halloween. Things. Okay. Yeah. So like, and it just like, so people don't even understand like what's going on. Like a fire hydrant? No, like a, like the, like the concepts of things. But yeah, not like a, like a fire hydrant, like, oh, you can easily recognize that. Or like people in history that no one is going to know oh, who it is. Oh, you want to do the ones where like <laughs> you walk into a place and like you get to mingle with the one person that can guess what your costume was? Yes, yes. I want to I be an immediate outcast during Halloween and embarrass my kids. <laughs> That's hey, the goal. you don't get it? You must be dumb. Move <laughs> on to the next. Yes. Uh, How did oh, you not know what I am? I'm a cloaca. I'm a I'm I'm a cannibaloid meta uh, metabo, metabolite. What? Yeah. You don't know what that okay, is? Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna have a complicated ass costume that you can't even pronounce and make fun of yes. other people for not getting it. Correct. Gotcha. That makes that makes it even better. Absolutely. How so, do you yeah. not know what that is, you idiot? Uh, yeah, dude. So. What do you want to talk about? Sorry, like I feel like we haven't even dipped into the start of this. We've just been talking shit about uh, how pathetic our kidneys are. Um, Dude, I I could like I could go off a lot on how pathetic my kidneys are. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, mine's been fucking me up for a while, so I'm over it. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Yeah. So, uh, no, you sound like you wanted to talk about something. Oh, well, I was just gonna say, uh, Mark came out to pick up Lupita, man. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so done diddy. Um Mark came up to pick up Lupita. Um and I have to say, man, I'm gonna miss her in a little bit. But God, it was so good to see him. Um he brought two of his friends out that I had never met before that were actually uh they are their feature I mean, they were the ones on the Initiates album. Um so I mean you must be familiar with at least their music that they've done. Um, but they came out and it was actually a fucking really fun time. Um, and I learned that Mark, Mark gets angry when he's hungry. Like, just like me, I'm like sitting there and Mark, every time you're like, what's going on, Mark? He's like, man, I just need to eat, go into a place, eat some food back snapping and happy. Um, and like, so Mar- it was Mark just... gets hangry, huh? I, oh, uh... Mark gets hangry, bro. Me too, though. I... Like I will literally I... preface everything to somebody like hey i'm hungry right now so we need to handle that before my mood is settled you know what the worst is is when my wife knows i'm hangry and she's like just eat something and then when she tells me to do it and i'm hangry i'm just like you're mad that she you. told you yeah i'm not hungry <laughs> and then i eat it and then like five minutes later i'm like i'm so sorry, sorry. I, I, yeah. i'm the worst human being in the world and it's I yeah just... i i do that all the time i am i'm a hangry bitch yeah, me too. I just thought it was funny because when I saw Mark doing it, I was like, damn, why is Mark so mad? You know, but like, also I go pick him up from the airport, you know, and then drive an hour to go pick up the car just to drive an hour yeah. to go to see, you know, so I'm like, of course he's hungry. And everybody's like, his boys are giving him shit the whole time. Um, oh, yeah. Of course, you know me, I'm I'm laughing about it. Um, yeah, and then of I'm course. Like, um, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, I feel bad because then Mark goes quiet, and I'm like, why the fuck? He, like, did we hurt feelings? Oh. And then like, they're still going on in on him, um, and I'm like, damn, I feel like we hurt. And they're like, no, man, he just stoned, so like, he quits talking when he's stoned. And I was like, oh, okay, then I don't feel as bad. And then like, they just kept going on. We got some food, um, and after we got food, like, we sat down in a little place, um, and it was just fucking fun, man. Like. I forgot how easy it is to be really offensive in public um, when you're with good friends. Oh, yeah. No, I. That's that's true. Like going to a place where it's like, you know, you're going to be a, uh, you're going to make people laugh. Um, uh, yeah, it's not even like that. It's just like when you were having such a good time, you feel like there's those grumpy people that like don't want you to have a good time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why are they having so much fun and we're sitting here and they're being loud, you know? And I'm like, sorry, yeah. like, I haven't seen my friend in a while and we get rowdy. So um, it was fun, yeah. though. So back, back in my younger days, I used to like to, I used to chug beer pretty quickly. And um, <laughs> we, we're, we're at a restaurant. 
we're at a restaurant with a bunch of my buddies and like the waitress puts a drink down and she's looking the other way and I just slam it like a full like big ass pint uh-huh. um, and, like, hey, where's and, my and beer? I put it down I was like uh, I was like I'm sorry ma'am I just spilled my beer and she's like and she's looking around she's like oh let me clean that for you I was like she's like where, where did you spill it I was like I spilled it down my throat I'm gonna need another one and it's like you know, it's it's like those those little things that like everybody's just laughing because it's like such a, it's like the most, like innocent of pranks. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like yeah. messing with people. Yeah, I miss that. I miss those days. Yeah, I mean, and then, like I try to tell like these jokes with my kids, and they're just like, oh, it'll get Dad, it. You're, or that's you're the young. worst. Yeah. Yep, that's uh, the life I of mean, being it's, dad. It's funny how comedy can age. It is. It is. Uh, actually, yeah, comedy is one of those things like that's completely different to me than music. Mm-hmm. Like some songs, like I mean, you look like Black Dog. You know, even stuff from like the '90s. Like they just, you know, still as soon as it's on, you're like, "This is so awesome!" Like the beginning anthem for "Jump Around," that that blaring. Oh, yeah. As soon as you hear it, you're just you like, know what's coming up. Like the first note hits, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and, yeah. But like, but comedy, like you like look at like sitcoms or like you know comedians from like the '80s and '90s. You're like, "Ugh, that's what people laughed at." I'm like, "That's terrible." Yeah, exactly. Right. You're like, "Ooh," and then it's easy to look back at something like that's ten years old hey. and be like, oh God, I can't believe we were laughing at that, you know? But uh oh, yeah. it's just funny how I'm... at the time you like are so blind to it. Ten years goes by and you're like, holy shit, that's that's fucked up, you know, and it's weird. Oh, Our, see uh, whole society shifts. Yeah, see I don't I don't uh, I don't look at like the the oh you can do it now. Oh that movie couldn't be made now. I'm like, of course it could. Anything can be made now. I, oh, I, I, I would dare say there's more offensive people out now than there used to be. Well, there's more, more people in general, right? So that makes more sense. There's yeah. more offensive people because there's more people. But like, I, I think, uh, you know, like movies like uh, Road Trip and The New Guy and like uh, American the Pie. Like, all great. I thought they were. Go back and watch it. You're like, oof. Really? Not as funny as I thought. See, that's like, what I'm talking about. Like, you go back and you're like, oh, wow. I can't believe that was so funny at the time. Uh, what about Hot Rod? Movie. Can you rewatch that one? I like stupid humor, so yes. I love uh, Hot Rod. I, I, I also really like Andy Samberg. Um, so, yeah, I can, I can watch that. Um, I also, like, and I feel like that, like, when Hot Rod came out, that, that weird, like, Awkward humor was there, but it's like, I don't know, they did it differently. Cringe humor versus like just awkward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like and I, I'm just, the opening of the, I don't know, maybe it's not the very opening, but there's one scene where like he's getting all ready um, and you don't realize, at least the first time you're watching the movie, you don't realize like what the movie's really about. Uh, and you see this dude on the scooter thing, and you're like, what the fuck? And then he's like going to hit this jump. And just totally eat shit, like, right off the get-go. That just had me busting up laughing. And then from the rest of the movie, um, I thought it was hilarious. I'm going to have to rewatch it to see if I still find it as funny as I did back in the day. I think I wasn't sure about it until, like, the Cool Beans part. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. I thought Cool Beans was one of the lamer parts. Oh, I love it. It's just because it's so cringy. It's not even funny. Sorry. I don't know if you can hear him arguing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you good? Oh, I didn't realize yeah, they were I thought they were talking shit to you. No, there are. Like, no, if you, so I have these, these they're, they're not noise canceling, but they're like ear fitting. So I can't mm-hmm. hear outside of my headphones. So you guys oh, actually hear more about what's going on around me than I do. Mm, that makes sense. So That's yeah, why I, always, I started doing yeah. just one ear in. Because I was like, mm. I was actually showing Mark. So when Mark came out here, we walked down to, uh, basically took him to the neighborhood that I just sold my house in. Um, yeah. And we were walking up and down the street and I was showing him. Uh, do you remember there was a podcast we did when we had first started? Um, I used to go out onto the balcony of a rental I was in at the time and record. Yeah. And I'd be sitting there recording. Um, 
And because I was on the balcony, I didn't realize like all the buildings around down this alley, well, down this street rather, it's almost like an alley because all the buildings are multi-story buildings. So mm. everybody like just hears my voice. I'm a loud bitch to begin with. Um, and everybody could just hear my voice I'm sitting there with noise canceling headphones on, on this balcony, talking about like my insecurities with my dick and whatnot with all <laughs> you guys. And people are like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm like, I couldn't hear anybody. And then I realized like, you know, later on I was like, oh God, guys, like everybody's listening to me and I'm screaming on the balcony. Um, yeah. People were like commenting. I'm like, ah, and it was just cool to have him in my area just to show him like, Hey, this is well, where I am throughout the time. That's another thing too. Like, like throughout this thing, we actually kind of learn like, Hey, you can't have your volume full blast or else you're going to be yelling into the mic the entire time. Exactly. So it was, uh, you know, one of those little, those, those things you just kind of on and it's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like you keep going louder and you keep talking louder until you're like yelling and you don't even realize it. Yeah, exactly. You, That's why. I mean, you were the first one and you were like, Hey, try turning your volume down. I was like, Oh yeah. You, when everybody else sounds quieter, you don't feel like you have to project as loud. Um, yeah. But, but cause it's, it's it, it, getting used to. It's so weird. Cause you, you still feel like you're having a conversation face to face. And if you raise your voice a little bit, you can be heard over somebody else talking. But it doesn't work that way through the right. fucking digital airwaves. Like you get any louder, it's like your natural instinct, but you really can't stop it. Well, that's what I was telling Mark with uh, like when I had the microphone um, recording with you, like I didn't realize how much clearer it came. So it was like I'm screaming over you. And I was like, yeah, I can't do it anymore because it feels like when I listen to it afterwards, it seems like I'm yelling in comparison, yeah. you know, because I don't really I didn't have it adjusted very well. Yeah, I mean that's all, that's all part of the learning. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's weird how like you have to to temper down your own like natural communication processes with uh, with that with with that's this true. this type of uh, media limitation of technology. Yeah, and then the other thing too is like you can't. I can't see you. Like it feels like you know. I'm kind of imagining you know like. I don't know. It's probably weird, but like I kind of imagine when you talk, I imagine your, you know, your Squidward face. Uh, when I imagine Mark, I actually don't like when he took a picture of him and he had the orange hair. I always forget that's his hair. I uh -huh. still remember like the the weekend look, like he kind of had before. So I imagine oh, Mark yeah, with yeah. that. Like we can't. I, I have to visualize your guys' face, or else I like not lose interest. But I don't. I don't focus as well. Yeah, Maybe. I mean that makes sense. I feel like once that is changed, like throughout society, right? Once we figure out how to replicate um, the exact feel of face-to-face -face human interaction without having to do human reaction yeah. interaction, rather, um, like you know what I mean, like full. Yeah, what are we gonna get style. the hologram? The hologram phones, like we saw, like in the eighties, growing up, right? That were like in what? the year two thousand. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, fuck, we really. There's a video camera recording you. Yeah, no, that would Hover be fucking cool because then, shit. yeah, because then you could be like, you know, there's also like, there's other cues like you could tell when something's about to say something like, oh, you want to say something like you like your body gets like bored a little bit and pushes, but you can't see that. So it's always like, oh, you're about to talk. I didn't know that. Oh, so. that's true. That's true. You would see like some kind of tell on somebody's face that they they'd like to say something. Yeah. But you don't get now. to see that. So, yeah, so you have to be that, that right level of assertive to like, hey, say whatever you got to say, but also not like railroad and talk over everybody all the time. I mean, I suck at communicating in the first part. So like it doesn't – for me, I'm like, well, you know, like I just give whoever else was like, hey, well, you're doing this wrong, the benefit of the doubt because I've always been told I suck at communicating. Um, mm. So I usually just – default to what the other person said like when you apologized at the beginning of it i'm like i don't even know what you apologized for if i'm honest oh you haven't listened to i called you a bitch i called you all kinds of like dude is a bitch dude <laughs> but like would you think that I, would offend me in the first place i it was just weird that like over like this year we've been building this different well building a dynamic between us and then like somebody else is introduced and i'm just like especially when it's somebody we all know just kind of fall Back into old yeah, rhythms. Yeah, but that's back where our like, comfort is. You know what I mean? 
It is. That's true. Like you, li- you're probably listening to it from the um, listener's standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, oh god, I probably sound like a dick because I've done that. Too. I I'm do like, think wow. that. Uh, I feel like I was rude to Fez, and I'd like tell you, like, dude, I'm sorry. And you're like, what? Why? And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. You don't care. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Like, I mean, I wouldn't suck your dick or anything, but if I had to okay. for like survival, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm I'm very convincing. I could I could talk to you. <laughs> I'm very convincing. <laughs> I got this chin that can chug a pint of beer. Listen, instantly. bro. Okay. If you um, don't, are you like a this. gull? Big old wait, what's that pelican with the big old scooper gull? You actually just pour it in there, hold it in the chin. You don't even have to like chug it. It's just a show. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm talking shit. I'm swung in a mess. Oh, dude, I, I, I completely didn't hear the first part of that. You, you digitized for a second. Oh, I was saying it's like when you're doing the beer chug thing, I picture like this goal, like, you know, the pelican with the big, deep, like, uh, yeah, chin thing. I don't know what you call that part. The big old beak that's got the scooper deal that holds all the fish. Yeah. No, it's weird. Like so you dumping it in there and then just cocking back and your throat opens and it just funnels it. No, no, I'm not like like that. Like there's a pest. Like I'm not like one of those those type of chuggers. But I do like I have to let out a whole lot of breath. Like I'll take in a deep breath and then let it all out and then just just pour it and just take like it doesn't take a lot to like it's like two or three gulps to get it all down. I don't. I don't know how to train me. I don't know. Dude. I, it's like, I can't learn this. I got a bad so you know, me, and I'm like going to learn how to chug brew. So you know those big ass water bottles we used to have while we were deployed. Yeah. Uh, me and this other guy uh, was an Intel kid. Uh, we used to time ourselves chugging the entire thing. We'd be like, "All right." You know, Are like, you talking about white? No, dude. This is like way. Oh, this is being right. too. This is back in back oh, 2004, 2005. Anyways, like we'd just be like, "All right." It's time to, you know, we, we would listen to uh, like Tenacious D or Jim Norton. It's like, all right, you know, then we were the, like the midnight shift. We're like, all right, let's try and chug water. And like, we'd see how fast we could pound it. And these, these things were like two liters and mm-hmm. I could get it down like eight seconds, like a full two liters. Like, and they're like, people like, oh, you can't chug a gallon of water. It'll kill you. I'm like, no, you can chug a <laughs> gallon of water. I don't know why people make these crazy, like Giant there's all these myths out there. Or like, you can't chug a gallon of milk, you'll throw up. I'm like, okay, let's try this. And I did it, and I didn't feel good, but I didn't vomit. So I'm I went, I wondered, like... be honest, bro, you're built different. <laughs> like, come on now. Uh, yeah, I do. I am like, I don't know. I also eat you're a ton, a too, so I can feel... When it comes to your physical abilities, like, in fairness, like... You can run your ass off. You're stupid fucking strong. You can handle a shit ton of paint. Like, it's almost you know not fair. I do have such weak legs. Like, I, you know, like 225 squatting is like, oh, this is going to, like, oh, right. you know, like I stare at it like it, it intimidates me still. Yeah, and but that's like, your legs are built for speed. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is, but yeah. And it's just that I don't, like, I don't have, like, strong butt cheeks. I need to get stronger cheeks. Stronger cheeks. That's always something to strive for. I do. I do want glorious cheekies. I mean, do you need help with that? I'm here for <laughs> I, don't, I don't think beating my cheeks is going to uh, oh, strengthen them. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought you meant massage them. Ah, uh, no. Maybe no, I do not need a cheek like... massage, you know, or a, or a photographer. I know a guy. Uh, Mark's got and a I, buddy I... that will get great angles. That's true. That is true. Like, you know, maybe like that's a that's the thing too. And I, I just avoid leg day. I'm such a bitch. Like I yeah, I'll, like rationalize fuck it. You. Yeah. Dude, I'll be like, oh, I I ran six miles. That counts as leg. It's like, no, it doesn't. No, it I I know it's not. It's not lifting. It's kind of like falling forward quickly for, you know, like 35, 40 minutes. That's what that's, that's all true. that is. Yeah. And, and keeping your balance. Yeah. I it's, just, so and just lean forward and try not to fall over. That's like saying like, oh, yeah, I used, uh, you know, I ate some food and I used my arms. So, yeah, I did. That's arms. I, I'm good with it. <laughs> I had to lift the shit to my mouth, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I typed on the computer all day and I used my arms. So, yeah, that, know, that, that was, counts. That was one of the most mind-blowing things for me to learn about, like, 
you grow up and you just run, right? It's like running is not something nobody was like, hey, this is how you run. You, you crawled, yeah. you walked, you learned how to pick up speed, you just started running. Um, and then later on, when you're like, somebody's like, you need to run for this time, and, th- and you think about running, um, when it was explained to me, like, just the physics of running itself, like, you just said, you know, lean forward, and like, we're joking around, lean forward, and basically try not to fall over. Um, but like, that's, yeah. when that was explained to me, that it's literally just like, lean your body forward, and the rest will go. I'm like, oh, my God, that changed running. Didn't make me enjoy it more. But like, it's weird how you yeah. we can think of it so mechanically, um, but yet learn it naturally without ever having a thought. Yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't really lean forward. I actually have like this mantra as I'm running, like, like chest up. So it's like somebody's pulling me up a hill with a rope. That way you like keep your lungs open. You keep your you know, head up. You keep better like biomechanical. Yeah, but you're still bringing your center of gravity forward, right? If you were to yeah. draw an oh, angle yeah. of attack through your center of gravity, you're still probably yeah. forward. I and think. then you like just other but things. But with your too, titties like, out. Yeah, other things you like you learn like, oh my God, the hamstrings are so important when it comes to like pulling you forward. It's like, oh, absolutely. You can always like when you, you hit always... a hill or something, you're like, yeah, oh, my or, quads like, are or you're like, as, as your foot strikes, your hamstring engages. And if you can like make that, that motion quicker and get your hamstrings stronger, mm-hmm. it makes you faster. And it's like, I just never, because I, I hate the hamstring machine, the hamstring curls. Yeah, like I avoided that because of how it made my my hamstrings feel. It fucking it, it hurts every time you Absolutely. do that. Like so. Well, especially if you said you kind of have weak cheeks. You know what I mean? Like that kind of ties. In yeah, because directly in that they same do. motion. Yep, they both do tie. And I like think if that, you were to that, kick that's... your leg back and like you'd feel that pinch in your ass cheek and in the back of your hamstring. Yeah, like if you were to like horse kick, you know. Yep. Yeah, that's like the, mm, the I horse work on or... my dumper. You know, I saw saw a few dumpers this weekend that like completely superior to mine. I'm a little jealous. Man dumpers, okay. Just not jealous <laughs> of a woman with a big old dumper. Yeah, you know, though, like when you see like a woman with a small dumper, you just feel sad for her. Like, what are you, oh, what are you doing? It's the two thousands. Boobs are out, it, butts are in. It's like seeing a guy where the this is this is all like when. I don't ever judge anybody on their physicality, but I have one criteria that I, I, hold, I hold dear. If your elbow joints are bigger than your forearms or your biceps, you're a weak bitch. That's me, dude. That's, that's, I'm a weak dude. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's it. As soon yeah. as you, you get the ratio correct there, you're good. You're, you're a normal human. Oh, God, I feel like I need to send in a picture of my elbow joint to forearm ratio now. <laughs> yeah. And the, you should. You should because it's like your carrying capacity, like your forearms are like, you know, not just your grip, but like like you like grabbing something and like pulling no, them up. Right. Like I look at me and I'm a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I get it. I feel like my, my ratio to my cheeks, though, is uh, also not manly. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. I bet you like, I even now being a bitch, I could probably outdo yeah. you on legs, but nothing. Oh, dude, I remember when you were like when we were deployed. You're like, you don't do deadlifts. I was like, no. You're like, oh, you're missing everything. I was like, okay, let me start doing deadlifts. And I had to find out that I wasn't, uh, I wasn't flexible enough to do deadlifts correctly. Uh huh. And, and it was it low. It was like basically there was two things that were an issue. It was my hamstring flexibility, mm-hmm. my gro- and my groin flexibility and my balance. So like I had to like. I'm, Are you right talking now, like Romanian squat. deadlift or regular deadlift? Like straight leg? Uh, no, not, not straight leg, uh, bent legged. Okay. But being able to drop my, my, my ass to the floor far enough. Yeah, yeah. To be able to, so like that. To pick so it up I with to, that wide stance. Yeah, dude. In my, in my younger 20s, it was like my body was like just doing sports and other, like, like just doing like normal teenager like activities like playing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like doing like wrestling or um, football. Uh, even when I like playing like basketball with my friends, like you naturally like get like a lot of these flexibilities and then you mm-hmm. stop doing that. So you don't have anything else that's bolstering it. So it just atrophies. 
Yeah. See, that's the thing that I noticed recently. Like, obviously, like you and I deployment, it was like, I remember um, loading up the, the squat rack or not the squat rack, the uh, leg press machine and having like people come over and look at like, how much weight is that? And like, it was me and you remember uh, Bubba, call sign Bubba? Yeah. So we're, we were in there and we'd go lift together because the dude was stupid strong for no, like just that born strong type of hmm. strength. You know what I mean? But he wrestled back in the day and whatnot. Um, and he would always get into a competition with me. So we would just go and go and go. And then eventually we loaded up the sled to where we couldn't put any more weight on it, um, which I think is like around a thousand pounds. But, you know, it's not the the full push up 45 degree angle sled. So that's not that heavy. I don't feel like it's a true thousand pounds. And then like, yeah, because like stand, a, like a leg press machine, you can always do way more than your like squat or anything. Exactly. Like, I always felt like you could also cheat it a little bit with your hands. Yeah. See, well, that was the rule. No hand rule. Okay. But you'd grab the handles um, and then do the presses. And I was like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like impressed with myself because I'm throwing up like thousand pounds and then um, Bubba would jump on there or uh, White would jump on there. Another big dude, you know what I mean? And then we would like push that and people would be like, how much weight is that? And Bubba would be like, I don't know. We just, we didn't count. That's all it could take. Um, and then going that hard all the time. Like I used to vomit every leg hey, uh, workout. I don't mean to, I don't mean to. Are you like getting further away from your modem? me yeah no i've been in the same spot the whole time okay um i just was digitizing a little bit more i don't know it could be me too because i'm I'm actually on wi-fi today because my son's asleep so the tv's not on Mm. but okay no you're good so uh i'll say this as well leg day um i don't generally vomit after weightlifting but Mm. a leg day will do it yeah Uh, if there's ever a day like Every time, because we were trying to show off. Yeah, that's good. Like, and I remember, like, when I was really young, like a long, like, arm day used to make me feel like that. But I just don't feel like that really does anything. You know, it's like really sad though when you think about like going to the gym consistently and you're like in that routine. When you get to the point where you don't really get that sore as shit feeling anymore and you're just like kind of chasing that to know that you had a good workout afterwards, I feel like with legs, you never really have that issue. Like you can work out your chest and back and arms and do all this stuff and like wake up the next day and be like, well, you know, they're kind of sore, but I don't feel that like sore, sore. Legs, I feel like no matter what, you can always make them sore as shit the next day. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. But I think it's just because we work the, like, if you think about, like, most people, they'll, like, do, okay, they'll have a test day. Then they'll have a back day. Then they'll have a shoulder day. And then they'll have, like, a leg day. Well, that's, like, three upper body days and one leg day. So you're constantly working, like, things like that. Like, when I start to do, like, a, like a, where it's, like, chest, then legs, back the next day, then legs, you know, like, and just every other day is, like, a, a different leg day. With, you know, obviously variations of the days. I don't, after like two or three weeks, my legs aren't nearly as sore as they are. Like when I used to do it, like yeah, once a week, true. it was always just dead. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, I mean, we're running all the time too. You're getting lactic acid. Oh, out that and that's, way and... that's the other thing too, is like, it's like when you know you have a run and you're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do legs today because right. th- the running is going to be that much worse. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is, like, back in the day, like, the first deployment I went on, it was, like, bulk up, bulk up, bulk up, right? And I got to, like, 225 with a bunch of body fat. Then the next time around, it was, like, okay, well, I'll do, like, kind of a mix. And then it was, like, 215, and I felt like I was in good shape. Um, And then when I got out and started going back to the gym, I just started working on, like, mobility. But, Hmm. like, doing everything with perfect form, um but like at a low weight to start with. Um, And honestly, the result is like, it keeps me super thin, um, which I don't really like, but I feel so much better because like I can stand and balance on like one leg for endless amounts of time. And I can like get into a full squat position comfortably and like just sit there, you know, 
Um, yeah. Those are all things that before it was like, try to hold a squat like you're a catcher in the MLB. Like, it yeah. seems like it's really easy, but it's not. So I was like, God, I can't get into these positions. So I just started like before, like I'd watch TV or something. I would like sit in a squatted position with like form for like, it started at like, 30 seconds and then I do like 60 seconds and 90 seconds until I could just like sit here um, comfortably. And now I'm like, well, I kind of want to keep the mobility thing going, even though I don't like the aesthetic look. Um, I feel so much better that way. Yeah, I think you could do both. I mean, like you could still do like the stretching stuff and then just lift for heavy. Yeah, exactly. That's what so. I think will happen once uh, coronavirus hasn't been canceled in Washington yet. So. What? Yeah, we're one of the last. Uh, it's what? God, like Washington is, and Hawaii. Like, I thought Omicron. Like, I thought like, like COVID died when Russia attacked Ukraine. Yeah, not here though. We're waiting, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's not. We a really lot of, want to be the last ones to be like, you know what? We took it the most serious, bitch. There's not a lot of people in Washington that joined the military, so you know, makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Like, you're probably one of the rare exceptions. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends on where you're at. You know, you go eastern uh, Washington, the Idaho you're not side, like... Yeah, the Idaho yeah. side probably has a lot of people. Exactly. The coastal side, no. Nope. You know, it makes me wonder, like, it's probably just like some random thought I'm just having that never... Sometimes I get an idea as you talk, and then I just want to say it, and I know it has no value or merit. Do it. But I wonder how much like ambient testosterone like exists in that city compared to like someplace like you know like in the like the West like you know what I'm saying like like, what, like for example like when your car breaks down in the city mm-hmm. nobody like goes out there and has to fix it you know what I'm saying but like if you live in the country you're like okay no one's coming to fix my car so I have to you know what I'm saying yeah so it's like you there's like these these things where I feel like are, I don't know, testosterone builders, like natural manual labor. And I just wonder like, but, you, amb- but like when you say testosterone builders, are you like, Masculine. are you equating like not, not, the more not, testosterone you have, the better you are at working on a car? No, I'm just saying going out there and doing work. Stereotypical testosterone style stuff. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that the, the like the just going semantics. out there, yeah, semantics okay. probably nothing to do with the actual hormone itself. Just okay. a weird way of me saying, like you're where dudes are dudes. Well, you have to depend on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like where you have to depend on yourself. I just don't think like COVID matters as much. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? I find that interesting that you pointed that out because I feel like. That is a trait that, like, surprisingly, a lot of women look for um, while simultaneously, like, people are like, oh, women want money, you know? And I'm like, I don't necessarily think that that's true. Um, I feel like, generally speaking, sure, that's true. Um, But, like, I think what they want is, like, security. Um, And I think when a man can do those types of things, you know, like car breaks down i can handle it you know the toilet's leaky i can handle it I don't, you know I need to install a new light i can do it i don't need to call um anybody to come work on the house for something you know what i mean i feel like those traits are like natural traits that we appreciate from just like evolution you know what i mean like hey this person can take care of me in these ways um and then i think oftentimes money it's like the equivalent of that too, right? Because if you have a lot of money, you could still take care of somebody by paying mm. somebody else to do it. Yeah. So you think like, yeah. I think you just have to be able to take care of somebody. And like people are like, they want money. And I'm like, no, I think what it is is more of a security thing. Um, they want to know that they will be taken care of. Yeah. I think there's a lot of jaded dudes out there that want to blame women for them not being appealing. Absolutely. And it's like, uh, well, why don't you do things that they find appealing if you want women? Yeah. And if you don't want to change, then just accept the fact that, like, you're not going to get somebody unless they truly want somebody that doesn't give a shit about taking yeah. care of them. Yeah, find, find you, you got to, I think there's a lot of people like, oh, well, they just don't, you know, like, women, they don't like, uh, you know, there's this double-edged sword where, you know, like, 
larger women are okay, but larger dudes aren't okay anymore unless they got money. It's like, well, if if you're a well, big old fat it, bro. dude, if you're a big old fat dude, and you live in your mom's basement and you don't have a job, don't blame a woman for not wanting you. Blame yourself for just <laughs> right. being in yeah. your, that position. Well, but also that's what sep- I feel like. Out of not to go back to Marine Corps bullshit, but I feel like that's the one lesson that I took away from there that made the most sense. It's like accept responsibility for all of your own shit. Yeah. And just like if you can do that, your quality of life has improved so much. Because instead of like you're saying, you know, the guy sitting there like, Well, bullshit, women don't want a fat unemployed dude that lives with his mom, you know. <laughs> but you're yeah. like, well, what if you were just like, hey, I can't believe I'm fat, unemployed, and live with my mom, and you did something about it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, maybe you'd get the result you want, but it's so much easier to blame other people, so that's what yeah. I'm going to do from now on. And, yeah, and I think there's, there's, I think there's, like, red flags, too. Like, it's like, okay, I think there's, like, there's the endearing, and then there's the bad. It's like, oh, I live with my mom. Like, this guy lives with his mom, but, you know... He's a lawyer. He can live by himself, but he chooses to, you know, support his mom, and that's endearing. And then there's the guy who's like, "No, no, no!" First of all, that dude doesn't live with his mom. His mom lives with him. That's that's you know what? Great, great distinction. And I, agree you know what with I mean? That. Like, yes, that's yes. a woman is like, "Oh, he's taking care of his mom." Now yeah. he lives with his mom, even if it is the way you're saying. The perception alone is different. You know what I mean? And yes. Like, that's no, where and i'm like okay well there's a slight difference here the mom is with that guy not that guy with the mom that's I, I i would i would agree with that so and then you know like and then you know you got like like i said there's a lot of i don't i don't get it like you know like there's this whole like acceptance of mediocrity and i don't mm-hmm. mean that absolutely and, and i don't mean that like it's it's widespread people have become comfortable with just the, you know, excuses. Yeah. Rationalizing yeah. their position versus changing well, their position. I believe that dude, I think that's such a good point. Um, when I think about that, it makes me think of like social media too, and how everything kind of ties together. It's like, go pee pee potty. Hold on one second. Pee-pee potty. Yeah. Gotta go pee pee potty. Hell yeah. Huh? Hold on a second. What's we, up? We potty trying? Oh, you just went. Oh, oh, sorry. You just went. Yeah, we're potty trained. Um, ish. Like, if yeah, I can just, catch him before he dumping. wants to poop, I can get him. Hey, okay, you get I'll, a poop I'll, sign? I'll like, you go to a corner or something? Yeah, I do, but he but he hides. Yeah. And then, like, if I'm too late, he's like, get the hell out of here. Get out of here, Dad. I'm pooping. <laughs> Careful. I'm make, Yeah, I know. I'm going to make that bacon. But you got to be in the living room. Not in the kitchen, but no, I, I, I agree. Like that, I think there's a lot of times where people like see their their situation as a plight or suffering that has been pushed upon them, versus like uh, as a fact of, oh, this is where I'm at, and this is how to move forward. Absolutely, and I feel like once you accept uh, responsibility for yourself. And like truly blame yourself for all this shit. Like your quality of life goes up because you just genuinely start changing things. Yeah. No, I, I think that too. And I think that's yeah, another aspect like the Marine Corps, like you're like, where are you at? What do you need to do? Like the the, the very Yeah. Very simple, but you're like also it's effective. Like this is where I'm at, this is what I need to do to get to where I need to go. Yeah, and I do apologize. Um you're going to hear some sizzling, and that's just me being fat again. And uh, I'm just making bacon for lunch. Damn it, Fez. <laughs> I just, this is, this is such a, uh, me and my son will just eat bacon. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> no no bread. <laughs> no, no BLT. Just bacon. That's funny. Just, uh, you know what? Just fry it. Let's eat this. Yeah. And he's, he's so pumped about it, too. He's like, oh, he's started actually, like, doing a little. I love that kids dance when they're hungry or when they're excited about food. I still do that, too. Mine's a humping motion, though, and I get made fun of all the time. Oh, like, oh you're hungry, aren't you? And I'm like, I'm excited because food's on the way. Yeah, I just love, like, this. The, like, the kid, like, they don't even know they're doing it. Like, they'll be eating something they really like, and they're just dancing. There's no music, and they're right. dancing. It's because it's, like, such happiness for 
a specific food. I like, mean, it makes sense. Like, you think about it. What did we actually need to survive? And you're like, ooh, that's just delicious. Um, yeah. And then I think it's funny. People are like, I'm a foodie. It's like, well, no shit. Who's, yeah. <laughs> who's not, never, you know? Yeah, like, that's like, hey, I, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a gigantic fan of air. Um, right. I'm really I'm a pretty big I'm, oxygen person. Mm, I'm a I'm, I'm an oxy. Um, I really, you know, I I enjoy like oh, but breathing. Taking that to an extreme, have you ever heard of the breatharians? <laughs> no, but I do. No. Okay. Uh, no, I have not. But go ahead and regale me with what this. So breatharians are under the impression, and I mean, who am I to say that they're dumb? I'm not saying that first of all, because I actually subscribe to it. Uh, I just can't dedicate my my diet to it. Um, breatharians don't drink water or eat food because um, they oh. just believe that everything they need, if they truly believe, um, can be absorbed through the uh, whatever the fuck energy waves, atmosphere. Um, they can get all they need um, through that, and it sounds ridiculous to even say a lot, but it's a thing. This is the level of cognitive dissonance that I absolutely love right i support we need to help the planet let's just die from starvation slowly i assume (laughs) that this had something to do with masks and i you know like i've i've shown people like a long long time ago so way before masks this is crazy too like i i like putting on a mask and i have a i have a pulse ox which also shows your your heart rate you know because my wife's like all about having metal, certain easy, easy to use medical equipment at home. Uh-huh. But I can sit there <clears throat> and my heart rate is, you know, generally around 52. I put on my mask and you can watch like after about like it, it tables off after about five to 10 minutes, but mm-hmm. I'll go all the way up to about 68 and uh, low 70s with a mask. Just, on, just from sitting. huffing your own carbon dioxide. Yeah. So my heart rate increases so much. And um, my... Well, maybe that's intentionally done. Maybe that's why they wanted us in masks for three years, because they planned Russia. Russia's going to pop off. They're going through the Chernobyl exclusion zone. You're going to have radiated Russians running around everywhere. Um, And there's, you know, who knows? Maybe they're just prepping us for that carbon dioxide because there's going to be less oxygen here soon. Mm, Maybe we're the dummies for not wearing the mask. That's true. Maybe I'm like, oh, I like breathing easy. Like, how dare I? I mean, maybe it's like conspiracy theorist or it's like stress testing where you put on like a pack and go walk. You know what I'm saying? Mm, You just get used to like or like ankle weights. Just wear ankle weights all day long. Or like boxing and holding a two pound dumbbell when you're when you're training, so that way you're throwing your fist a little bit easier. uh, you know, what I never get is those dudes that wear the Bane mask on the treadmill. I'm just like, come on, just run faster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, I, don't, I don't, I don't, you could get just as out of breath. Or go outside so you don't look as dumb. You like <laughs> cut this Bane mask and you're running inside. Yeah, you're Planet Fitness with a Bane mask. Calm your I mean, life, You know bro. what's funny? I guarantee you those people that were training with the high altitude little Bane mask things, they're probably out there complaining that they got to wear a mask. <laughs> I can't believe I gotta wear this shit on my fucking face. Fuck you, man. I'm in shape. Yeah. Or maybe they just wear the Bane mask all the time and be like, yeah, I'm training. Maybe they just consider themselves in consistent training. Oh, sorry. My daughter's looking at my bacon like it's terrible. What's up? Huh? Oh, in the chat. You don't have to cook bacon that long. I don't know. Like the crispy bacon? I like the chewy bacon. I'll, I'll crisp it a little bit, but I don't like it crunchy. It should be savory in your mouth, like almost like a little bit of crunch is, on the edge of a ham. Is Najette the one that's uh, got her own cooking stuff going? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. What's up? So yeah, I she pr- listen to her because you don't know shit. <laughs> um, um, so first off, she just takes pictures of food. She doesn't always cook the food that she takes pictures of. Secondly. Um, Damn it. I didn't I, know that. Uh, okay. Well, she said on Instagram she does. But hold on one second. What, what's up? What do you need? Okay, shush. Shush. What's up? Mm. Yeah, it's good bacon. Oh, handled. But I think your bacon's trash. Mm, I don't agree. I don't like crunchy bacon. Um, I used to not. I mean, I don't like mine really crunchy. If I'm honest. Yeah, my, like this, people where you where you bite into it, and it's just like powdered. Yes. Flavor. Yeah. You're like what? So crispy edges, like so, like the the fat should be a bit chewy, 
and the meat should be a bit crunchy. Uh, um, but I need I need it past like I'm you can't hold it up with a bend. Like just to where you hold it up and it's just no, rigid no, enough no. to where it doesn't bend. No, no. Mine is like Ninja Turtle pizza slices in the nineties. It is false. Ugh, you fucking nasty bitch. <laughs> That's, I the art is so good. I honestly, if I could do it, I would. I would just like to take pork belly, slice it, just touch it to the heat, and eat it that way. I mean, speaking of which, we had a well, I didn't have it, but a caramelized pork belly at the uh, at yeah. the bar when the fellas touched down. Uh, oh, that's I was like looking at it, and I was like, that's exactly what it was. It was just like pork belly. It's bacon. That was like. Bam, it was hit real quick, fried, and then it had like some caramelized something, something sauce on it. So the one thing I really like, you know, we got the KitchenAid, we got the Ninja Blender, we got like the garlic press. The one thing that we have talked about to get our slicer. cooking to the next, yes, deli slicer. Yeah. Well, yep. that, that's it. That's going to be the next thing. <laughs> you know how much money? <laughs> well, I don't. This Orin. Tito. Come here, bud. Are you there? Yeah, I'm good. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I lost my headphones in the sneezing process. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He or needs a half a pack of bacon, so I had to give him four slices. Well, he, <laughs> dude, what's he weigh now? He's, what, three uh, and fucking... No, 49 pounds. 49 pounds? Shit, I just got mm-hmm. a car seat today that would fit him, and it's a booster seat. Yeah. Um, we actually got a, a stroller that was rated for 60 pounds and we had to send him back because he looked silly in it. He was like sticking out of both sides. <laughs> With just big old thick legs. Yeah, it had like a little like bike bike uh, fender and oh, I got he would rest his feet on it and like as soon as that broke it was like it became a hazard because he was going to get his Peter feet the stuck in the, yeah, in the wheel well. So we had to buy one that was rated for, we bought one that's basically rated for a, uh, a small child, not a toddler. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, uh, 80 pounds. I and he's you. like, he fits in it, which is nice. But we don't um, have a long time with it. Yeah, that's, that's another thing too, man. Being like, you know, like there's all like the stupid cliches like, oh, I'm going to be a good dad because I'm going to let my kids do this. I'm going to let my kids do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a mediocre dad and make it day, make day kind of like day to day. Just try to get through each day. Just try to get through each day. Not like, oh, I'm the, I'm the best dad in the world, but I'm not a toxic dad because I don't do this or, I, you know, you know, I'm an old fashioned dad because I do this and this. It's like, dude, stop bragging. Everybody <laughs> is just get them out the All door. All you're doing is trying to get by. Yeah. And it's like, I, the parents that like, I don't know. Well, you you see it. The parents that brag about like what you know, like you know, there's certain things I brag about my son about, like you know, things that I can't do anything about, like his genetics. Like he's big. I'm like I, I'm so proud of that. I don't know why, but like everything else, like oh my child, this my child's on the honor roll. It's like all of these things. It's like yeah, that's them doing that most of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the parent? No, like the kids. The kids. Are oh, doing. gotcha. I don't know. I don't just. Uh... I mean, I think that the parent is also a big part of that too. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever had like a friend that had a kid where they like baby talk them consistently, and you like talk to them, and they're like, "Dude, he wants his blah blah," blah. and you're like, "How the fuck am I supposed to know what a wagalaga is?" You know? And you're like, "Yeah, you don't know." And then you talk to a kid that's roughly the same age whose parents didn't do like little things. I think those slight variations in how you teach kids are like but heavily on the parents too so that makes sense like your genetic thing it's like well you can't yeah. change that so you're proud because like that is the result and you couldn't have changed it just like that desire for short people to be tall or like people that are really tall yeah. that want to be shorter um yeah but the baby talk actually there's there's like there's studies that it it helps like simplifying words so like a uh-huh. baby's not going to understand bottle. That's going to be uh, difficult. More bacon? I don't, there's no more. You ate it all. You ate all the bacon. Anyways, so there's the, the so you 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 put the words at the level where they can understand it. And mm. okay, I'll make more bacon. 
<laughs> he wants more bacon. He's like, no. I only had half pound, bro. Give me. Yeah, let's see. Let's um, see how well, you go handle your shit. That's um, that was probably a boring episode. We basically just talked about how awesome we are, but uh, we're um, pretty awesome. So no, no, no. I think it's good. I, 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 I you know, I, I stopped trying to get like the metrics of like, was this a good episode? Was this a bad episode? It's either a lot of fun or I, I just have fun with it anymore. Like I don't really have those episodes where I don't enjoy. Right. All right, man. Sign us off, Um, Well, thank you again for joining us for another week of Redeeming Qualities, the podcast in not how men speak, but how friends speak. It was another good one. We talked about uh, talked about uh, two idiots not knowing a lot about lifting, going in depth on it. (laughs) Yeah, we're awesome, everybody. Just in case you were wondering, we're we're pretty much the best people that you could ever listen to and talk to. (laughs) I, I mean, I don't know why we're not like famous and you know just world renowned people. Are we not? I mean, we're kind of famous. Son of a bitch. To some people, we are. I love you. It, it, Good it, night. It, all right. Later. Bye.